Hello, dear listeners of Tune Nation. Just a disclaimer, this episode was recorded back in March. All right, back to the show. What are you going to do about it? I can't do a damn thing about it. I can't do All shit right. about <laughs> it. But that, what, so I can't complain? I can't, just because I can't do nothing about it, I can't say shit? I don't know. I, I don't know. Usually when I complain, it's about something that like I can do something about. I, I, what am I going to do? Take their money away? I don't, they just going to be rich. <laughs> I just want to be less poor. They can still be rich. Why can't we just be less poor? got to figure it out. Anyway, hopefully this podcast takes off and that'll help. <laughs> uh, Nerds, assimilate. Listen to Two Nation. <laughs> I don't know if we can hit those numbers. I'm about, those to, channel, I'm about to channel Tori Lanestown. Nerds, I call upon you. <laughs> this is Rock Nation's fault. This is what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have your quote? Yes, I have a quote. <laughs> I have to decide how much of this to include in the beginning. <laughs> uh, there's no context to it, but you can include it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be quiet now. My, my quote is very simply, what the hell are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> I know this one because I literally... I was like, oh my gosh, they said what the hell in this in this PG movie. Who said mm-hmm. that? Who said that? Hold on. Hold on. Give me a second. Because it's only like one of two people. Oh, I just saw this. What the hell are you talking about? What was the conversation that they were having? Uh, I think that it was directed at Pelito. Pelito. Uh- <laughs> Just said that he wanted to be a therapy dog. Come on, Rob. I need to practice. I'm going to be a therapy dog someday. What the hell are you talking about? I'm glad you asked. When people feel bad, they can rub my belly. Oh, so duh, it was Puss in Boots that said it. Yes, Puss. Shout out to Antonio. Uh, what's his name? Antonio Banderas. Banderas. <laughs> Oh my Shout god. Shout out to him. What an amazing performance. Like his voice was just so gravelly. I don't know if we've ever heard him like that gruff. He's always sounded like that. What do you mean? This I is the second Puss in Boots movie. I never saw the first one and all and Puss in Boots in the other movies. He was he was his voice was a little bit, you know, smoother, you know, a little bit more mm-hmm. but he really he really felt gruff in this movie. I liked it. Well, he's on his ninth life, so you know, you know. Um, but hey, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Um, you probably thought there was no podcast anymore because of how much time has passed between the first episode of season two and the second episode. But you know, we went on a hiatus. HBO sold our podcast, and we had to find a new home. <laughs> All the mergers and acquisitions in the world, you know, it kind of tripped us up too. Just kidding. Um, life happens, you know. Uh-huh. Think about your think about your favorite YouTuber. They have gone on hiatus all the time, so you know it happens. It happens all the um, time, all the time. You know, 
if this takes off and we could do this full time, I mean, you. <laughs> a stretch, but um, you know, it's a possibility, like a one percent chance. One <laughs> percent chance. Boy. <laughs> uh, but today we're talking about a fantastic movie, a fantastic movie, and you probably already guessed it by now. But we're talking about. And Boots 2, The Last Wish. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Since we're talking about movies, I always like to give a little bit of a synopsis in case, you know, whoever's listening didn't watch the movie, but is still interested. I, I Do you do that, by the way? Like, do you, like, watch reviews for stuff that you haven't seen? To reviews? Yeah, on TikTok all the time. Okay, good, good, good. I thought it was just me. Um, so yeah, Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. I, I'm just gonna do this real quick because the the summary is like super simple. But Puss in Boots, he's on his last life. You know, cats they have nine lives. This is number nine. It's coming for his ass, and he's scared. So you know, he goes into retirement, and he finds out that like app has been found for this like last wish this wish that you can grant in the in the magical forest or the dark forest or whatever the fuck it's called and he realizes this is his chance to get nine more lives again and not be scared of death and be the puss in boots that everybody knows and loves the legend as he's referred to in the movie so he goes on this Mm -hmm. journey um he meets this dog in retirement they kind of have a Kind of reminds me of the Shrek and Donkey dynamic, you know. It's this traveling companion, his upbeat companion. He runs into his mm-hmm. old flame, um, Kitty Soft Paws. They just go on this journey. They run into some some villains that you may have heard of from you know growing up as a kid. And uh, but Puss learns along the way that you got to cherish the lives you have, and, and you know you can't be scared of death because he's coming for us all, and you know live your life. Happy ever after. Woohoo. Did I miss anything, Code? Or does that sum it up? Uh, that roughly sums it up, I, I guess. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, when we were talking about the next movie that we were going to cover, I had floated Shrek 2 because I just love that movie so much. It's probably my favorite animated movie of all time. Um, all time? I, yeah, Shrek 2. It's not even a. It's not even close. It's not even close. It's not even. Close. I mean, it's an What's acceptable yours? answer. What's yours? Uh, probably Toy Story three. Wow, interesting. But um, yeah, I felt like you know Shrek two is like creme de la creme if you think of animated movies, but been seeing online for like the past couple months since it came out raving about this Puss in Boots movie. Now, mm-hmm. did you ever see Puss in Boots 1? Yeah. That's all when it came out back in the day. Okay, I never saw it. What did, what did you think of that movie? And how did that like inform you like going into this one? I mean, granted, I really don't remember a ton. Do you even know anything about the first movie? Know that um, Humpty Dumpty is in it, and that's about it. Am I right? Yeah, Humpty Dumpty's in it. That's when you're you're first introduced to Kitty Softpaws. She's in that movie. Um, that's but, what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, I mostly don't remember. I, I, if anything, the only thing I can take away from what I remember is that it wasn't as bad as Shrek Five or Four. I mean, Shrek the Fourth, and that mm-hmm. it was like it was pretty good. 
It wasn't like nothing that was super memorable to me. If anything, I was kind of shocked that they were making a sequel to Puss in Boots. So it sounds like that movie was pretty. It was cool. It was it was okay. cool. I, it wasn't bad. It wasn't amazing. You know, it was just like, oh, that's cool. We have a backstory of Puss, and that's about it. How does it compare to the sequel? Because I never saw the first one, so I'm just curious. I mean, I think the sequel is like completely different in terms of just like direction DreamWorks is going. Um, I think the story is a little more fleshed out in the sequel. Um, I just think in terms of just like animated movies as a whole, the the industries has kind of like progressed to where they want to take it to another level. And I think the main reason why people love the sequel so much is just because the animation is fantastic. And I mean, I think that's the one thing that stuck out to me first. It's just like, oh, I think everybody's trying to move into a direction of into the Spider-Verse and this mm-hmm. like 2D, 3D, 2.5 animation style. And DreamWorks was like, all right, bet, let's do the same thing. And and it's it looks fucking sick, honestly. Totally agree. So what did what did you think of you know the movie overall? I think it was a really good movie. It's hilarious, like front to back. Um the the characters that are introduced, all the new characters, whether it's um, you know, Parito or <laughs> the three bears and Goldilocks. Um, what is the big fat man that John Mulaney plays? Uh, His name like Jack Horner or something. Yeah, L- Jack Horner or Little Jack Horner is what he used to be called. <laughs> it was just really good. Everybody like played their role, and I mean, of course, the animation is the star of the show. But I think like you know, kind of the story of like, oh, you know, you always remember your family and. You don't want to put them over or put yourself over your family at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I think it was really good. If I had to give it a score, I'd probably give it a solid like 8.5 out of 10. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I agree with you. I love the movie. Um, was definitely laughing throughout and a little soft in my old age, but I was tearing up through parts of the movie. I ain't not going to hold really? you. Okay. It was, it was hitting me in the feels a little bit, especially with um, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Like, that was... That was was good. That was hitting. Um, But, you know, I love a redemption type of story. When I was watching this movie, I was thinking Mm. of um, Dark Knight Rises. Like, I was thinking of... (laughs) when thor when thor loses his hammer like this is the redemption arcs that i like to see i like to see our heroes at their lowest point and then they work and they build themselves up like i love shit mm-hmm. like that and you know the more characters that got introduced into the story i was like oh man this is a lot of characters like we got this dog character then we got kitty we got Locking the three bears, Jack Horner. Like, there's a lot going on. I was, I was like, is this like Spider, the Amazing Spider-Man two, where they just got too many damn villains in the movie? But like, all of that worked too. All they all had their own, you know, motivations, uh, their uh-huh. goals. Everyone was really fleshed out. Like, nobody felt like they weren't supposed to be in the movie or that they were taking up space from the movie. Um, and you know, about the Shrek franchise. 
this is this really proves it. They know how to do sequels in the Shrek franchise. Okay, this might be a little controversial. For the most part, (laughs) (laughs) might be a little controversial. But I feel like Shrek Two is better than Shrek One, and I don't think anybody's going to disagree with me when I say like this Puss in Boots movie is probably better than the first Puss in Boots movie, even though I never saw that movie. Um, I think everybody would agree that Shrek Two is the best. Really. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't think that's really a hot take. I mean, like, that's a, a general. <laughs> Shrek 2 is better than Shrek 1. I don't think there's much to say about that. The animation okay. got better. The yes. writing is insane. I know this isn't supposed to be the a Shrek jokes, 2 uh, episode. The jokes yes. in Shrek 2 kill me. But anyway, this ain't about Shrek 2. We'll give them their right. flowers later on. But this movie is just so good and it has that even though it's a spin-off movie you know it's puss in boots but it's still in the shrek universe it still has that shrek magic that you know inverse of these fairy tale characters like you know if you take the fairy tale characters out of their original stories like how would they act in a world like this mm-hmm. it's just so funny especially with jack corner and like um you know the unicorn horns the baker's dozen dozen. jiminy cricket was killing me in this movie Mm -hmm. like that shit was so funny you're just a terrible person (laughs) (laughs) oh that was horrible your wish is horrible you're horrible you're an irredeemable monster oh oh, what took you so long idiot I love that Shrek magic of just, you know, subversing these fairy tale characters, (laughs) taking kind of like, I don't know, this cynical take on them. Um, Yeah, I thought the movie was really, really, really strong and had a a great message. Um, I think um, what's underrated about the film, something I pointed out, is just like, I can't remember much from the first movie, uh, so I could be wrong, but... I think in this one, they had like a much stronger presence of just like Puss's Spanish roots in terms yes. of just like the, the score. It's a yes. lot of Spanish speaking music throughout. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was really cool. It kind of reminded me of Coco a little bit, especially at the, oh. the first half of the movie. Mm-hmm. I love that too. Um, I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah, I, I, I love that aspect of it. And I, I like, reading reviews online and stuff and I just like Perito I don't even know how to say it. I can't roll my R's Perito he's like a chihuahua I didn't know he was a chihuahua I just thought he was like a little ass dog but oh hold on that makes sense New York City do you hear the um yeah, New York's going to New York know but yes i love that um and i know you mentioned that like kitty soft paws was in the first movie was she like really likable in that movie i loved her in this movie mm-hmm. yeah she's pretty much great in the first one it's salma hayek so it's hard not yes! to love her. Um, <laughs> and and florence Pugh was um goldilocks she did so good now see i did not realize that was her and that uh-huh. makes sense we do love Florence Pugh. Not me becoming a Florence Pugh stan. OMG. Um, but oh, you know, Florence I, Pugh all the way. <laughs> but we another, love everything she does. Well, I haven't seen a lot of what Florence Pugh does. Besides, what? don't worry, darling. What would I know her from? 
Guys, don't worry. Don't uh, she's in Black Widow. Never saw that. Thanks. No, she's Black Widow's sister. Um, but also, she's done. It's not. It's not really a spoiler. It's like, <laughs> part, it's like part of the movie. Like I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. I, I can't remember what else. Anyway, we like Florence Pugh. She did a great job. Love fucking Goldilocks. Uh, <laughs> but you know who else I loved in this movie? And who else? I loved Death. Death was fucking magnificent. This Death wolf was character, menacing as hell. Menacing as hell. He just had such this this presence on screen, and I was like genuinely like tense whenever he was on screen, and that little whistling. That announced when he mm. was in the vicinity. I was like, oh, this shit kind of scary. Okay. <laughs> well, well. If it isn't Pussy Boots himself. <laughs> in the flesh. I mean, if I was a little kid, probably. I mean, uh, it was pretty, pretty like, like I said, it's very menacing. It's very like kind of shocking. I don't think he's, there's ever a moment in the movie where he has like a, a silly, goofy type moment. No. Like he's just straight up straight. villain through yes. and through. Yes. Uh, well, could we even call him a villain? He's, uh, a villain? he's an antagonist. He's definitely an antagonist. Yeah. I mean, he's there. He's there to teach, you know, um, our protagonist. I mean, he's there like, to kill him. He's there to yeah, kill him. So. Yeah, but, you know, he's there to kill a certain, like, kind of puss. He's he's there for the puss in boots that does not value his lives. That is just living so what's the word recklessly. I'm looking for? Recklessly. When they was counting down, this was funny to me, when they was counting down all the ways puss lost his lives. Mm-hmm. That shit was funny, especially when he was eating, what was he eating? Shellfish or something. And they was like, he was like, is there shellfish in this? And they were like, yeah. And he was like, oh, well, it took another body. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And like, it did show like he died in such like ways. Like there was no need for some of this. <laughs> well, he kind of just took life for granted. Or his lives for granted. He did, but you know when when he's finally and out to this movie. Like, of course, you know when I logged on to Peacock and I navigated to this movie, and it was like, oh, you're like you're in the kids section of the app, and a little um, what's it called? Little preview played for some for some show they got on the on the the app for kids like clearly like oh you're a kid you're watching this kid movie but the themes in this movie are pretty mature everyone is afraid well let me not say everyone but death is scary you know like if Mm -hmm. we if we could live in a world where we did have multiple lives Sure, we would you know live life a lot differently but we really only have this one life to live and even when like end of the movie when death was like he was like you know we're gonna meet again someday like that shit kind of hit me like death comes for everybody and that is you know something that grown people grapple with i was almost mm-hmm. like this is kind of heavy for some kids to be watching 
this is what you got to remember, man. We we do not live in a society where animation is purely for kids anymore. That movie's marketed PG because there isn't a lot of language besides like what we said before. There's yeah. nothing like grotesque that kids can't see, but it's just it's just a movie, you know, that's made for everybody. Kids yeah. can see it if they want to. Of course, they're not going to spoil the movie. Hey, don't they talk about death in the movie? So don't bring your kids, you know. But I don't know. We just got to get past this era of thinking animation is just for kids. I think we've talked about this before. And I feel like a lot of people have. I think what the issue is is that, um, you know, like prestigious award uh, organizations are still trying to get over that hump kind of thing. But I feel like most people, you know, they just announced Spider-Man 2 is like coming out or whatever. I feel like everybody's excited to see that sequel it's to Into probably, the probably It's literally one of the best superhero comic book movies, like, period. So. Yeah. And I, again, like it's, it's because they don't they don't cookie coat on the animation. They go crazy. Mm-hmm. And, they go crazy yeah. on the animation, and I and they go crazy on the message, you know. And it's not something that's like really hammered into you. It's kind of like mm-hmm. another another um, you know message in the in the movie is like your chosen family could be just as important to you as like you know, your real family or whatever you think of Goldilocks and the three bears. And I loved how they remixed her story of this wasn't just some little random white girl that broke into these bears home and started eating their food and sleeping on, (laughs) sleeping on their bed. Like they were like, she was an orphan, you know, like her, (laughs) her arguing with um, baby bear and like mama bear and daddy, like they were, set up as antagonists in the movie but actually ended up being lovable characters as well um and once once you find out what goldie's wish is not only what her wish is but that the bears love her so much that they want to help her get her wish too mm-hmm. that shit i was like wow why am i t- why am i crying in the club right now this is cute really tearing up <laughs> tearing up like, no, it was a real. good. It was a good twist. It is. It's Especially very when, real. Cause... Um, Alito, I just feel like I'm trying to say his name like in French. <laughs> I yeah, studied French in are. high school, but when he said, "As a one orphan to another orphan, you hit the lottery on families," I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> whoa, love that." It's heavy movie, man. Really is, but it's also a very funny movie. I wish I had wrote down. <laughs> I wish I had wrote down some of the jokes in the movie. I was just trying to watch it as quickly as I could so we could finally do our little episode. Um, so I'm gonna ask you first because you had some time to marinate on it. What were some of the jokes that stood out to you? Because one thing about the Shrek franchise is their shit is hilarious. Um, and Puss in Boots too did not disappoint. On the comedy. Uh, maybe I had too much time to marinate on it because I got to think about it. But honestly, <laughs> I would like to say anything Jack Horner said in his dynamic with Jiminy Cricket because he's just he's just a terrible person. <laughs> Jack Horner Jack is such a terrible person, and the way that he was treating his employees was so bad. Like, and the way that he was like 
successfully killing them as well, like shooting mm-hmm. them with the unicorn horns, and then they just explode. <laughs> or <laughs> when he made them create that human bridge and then tried to walk, tried to walk the wagon across it, and they fell off the cliff. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, oh, well, <laughs> like, he did not give a damn. And the Jiminy Cricket was like, he was like, you have no regard for life. And he was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you think, Bug? Do I wait for the cats to steal the map and then kill them? Or do I just kill everybody all at once? You know, I'm starting to think you don't appreciate the value of a life. Ah, no. <laughs> I said we are really tiptoeing on that PG line. Like we are right on the line. Oh, he's great. Like even from the get go, when they do his little origin story of him like trying to be like a show person, and then yeah. him getting <laughs> showed up by Pinocchio, <laughs> which is oh always great God, to see Pinocchio. Yes, we saw a Pinocchio. <laughs> we saw a Gingy when he was baking with Puss in Boots, and that's how he lost his mm-hmm. other life. Right. I love the little. <laughs> Especially at the end, um, when he was like, well, we're going on an adventure and to see some old friends, and you see the ship pulling up so far, far away, I literally got so hyped. <laughs> okay, so I was going to go into that. that. So are you excited for a Shrek, a Shrek 5? Yes, I am. Yes, I If they could bring that, because Shrek the Third, like, you know, it was okay. Shrek okay. the Third's okay. It's not bad. Shrek the Fourth ass yeah if i recall correctly if they could recapture some of that shrek 2 magic because far far away is literally that is my favorite part of shrek 2 far far away that setting is almost its own character because mm-hmm. the pop culture references are so good it's all so over good. i remember all when i was on place. twitter i remember when i was on twitter and they were posting clips like from Shrek 2. Like everyone was just loving on Shrek 2 that day. And someone posted the clip when the knights were like arresting Donkey and Shrek. And it was like a spoof off of cops. And mm-hmm. instead of pepper spraying them, they took the cracked pepper. Into the- <laughs> I think the that funny part was- is when they took the baggie off of fucking puss. It was yes. like catnip. <laughs> play fucking coke <laughs> and pussy was like uh that's not mine <laughs> that's and not donkey, mine <laughs> donkey screaming police brutality police <laughs> <laughs> that movie is so fucking funny but anyway <laughs> but that's the type of writing that we need that's the type of writing that, that is we the need. type of writing that we need if if whatever like the next Shrek movie that comes out if it could just capture that comedic magic that we need but as funny again let's go back to Shrek 2 because Puss in Boots The Last Wish is an amazing movie but as like great as the comedy was in Shrek 2 the message in the movie was so good as well like that's what you that's what you need that is what these animated movies is missing like just you just need heart you need like funny jokes and you need good animation and like you have the perfect movie and i feel like you know that's that's what puss in boots was um Mm -hmm. and shout out to the voice actors shout out to the voice actors salma hayek as um kitty soft paws she was so good um it's really like no she was kind of like the the anchor in the show because you know puss in boots 
this is, you know, flamboyant self. And then you got like the cute little doggy, which isn't the doggy. He was John Mulaney, right? Oh, John Mulaney was Jack Horner. That was Jack Horner. Who voiced the doggy? Because mm, he sounded out. like, I feel like that same person was Chip. Dale in Rescue Rangers. It's played by Harvey Gillen. Oh, well, never mind. But <laughs> all the voice acting was great. Um, so good. Just brought these characters to life. Um, yeah, everything. The movie was firing on all cylinders. And you had mentioned this before with the animation, but like really drawing inspiration from Into the Spider Verse. The action scenes were so high octane. I mm -hmm. felt like I was watching like anime fights when I was watching this movie. Um, Puss in Boots fight with the 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 um, the giant the 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 giant or whatever that was was so mm -hmm. good. Um, and then of course you know the marquee fight with Puss in Boots and Death. So good, so good. I could really just feel the gravity in that fight and loved Puss in Boots's first encounter with Death. You know, he's all macho. He's trying, you know, he's fighting him with his sword and then he loses his sword. And death is like, you know, pick it up. Lives flashing before your eyes. Pick it up. It up. I was like, oh my gosh, this movie's so good. Like, this is just like, I feel that I feel the tension. I feel the stakes. Like, they're there. And at one point in the movie, I was like, what's the blues gonna die at the end of this movie? They might. <laughs> but they wouldn't do that. They they wouldn't do that to the kids. I know, because my second thought was like, this is a kid's movie. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. Plus, they're like... It's not a kid's did... movie, though. It's not a kid's movie, but they know the kids are watching. Yes, they know the kids are watching. And this movie did so well at the box office. Um, So they're definitely going to bring Puss in Boots back. Like, I mean, they got a banger. Well, I think there, right yeah. now, like, Shrek 5 is confirmed. They said the entire mm -hmm. cast... Like Cameron Diaz, Eddie Murphy, and Mike Myers, they're coming back. Wow. But they also said that they are considering a, a donkey spinoff as well. Which is, I, I don't mind that. I just donkey feel like we should have done that a long time ago. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Donkey should have been had a spinoff. We should have been following him with his dragon wife and his children. I would have watched that. But I don't, maybe that's just us being old and like being mad that we couldn't enjoy this as kids. Yeah, you think it's the nostalgia talking? That's probably what it is. Either way, I'm I'm still gonna be there opening night for Shrek Five. So. But you know what? The thing the thing with the Shrek side characters is that all the characters are so good and so fleshed out. Like, gave the Gingerbread Man a spinoff. I would have watched that. They could have gave Pinocchio a spinoff. The Three Blind Mice. I would have watched that. De mm -hmm. Definitely the Wolf. <laughs> like. Actually, just put all of them in one movie. I'm watching that. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm definitely curious to see. What what would you want out of Shrek 5? I don't even know what I would want out of Shrek 5 because I'm just not... I'm not sure what, what other storylines they could go, go in with Shrek and Fiona. Like, I feel like their story's pretty, like, nap, nicely wrapped up and tied up. Um, so, I don't know what I would want out of... I guess... What would be interesting to me in Shark Five is like 
we're spending some more time with the side characters like Pinocchio and the three blind mice and the gingerbread man. Like I just I I would like to see them get into some hijinks of some sort. I mean, like Shrek has some amazing, amazing villains. And I'm just not sure like who the antagonist could be this time around. Granted, we have a lot of like tale and nursery rhyme characters to work with, but it's like mm-hmm. I mean you know, who could who could beat the fairy godmother? She was an excellent villain. <laughs> she I mean, was I excellent. I, I mean, I feel like it's endless on, like, the characters that can pull from fairy tales into the yeah. story. I think probably what will happen, what I, I don't really want to happen, is their kids will probably be grown up. Yeah. So it'll probably be something something like that around those mm-hmm. lines. Let's give it, give it, like, an Avatar 2 type of vibe. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. Have you? No. What? <laughs> Are you surprised? We, we could technically talk about Avatar 2 on this podcast because it is animated, but like what? <laughs> <laughs> nothing about that movie enticed me, interested me, nothing. Nothing Have about you seen the first movie. one? I have seen the first one, yes. See, I didn't I never watched the first one like when it was at its like peak at all. So I rewatched mm-hmm. it. Still really, really good movie. Definitely like mm-hmm. was definitely ahead of its time. The second one is like just amazing. Like I don't just don't even doubt James Cameron. Like the, the CGI and the art, it's done so fucking well. It's it's insane what they're able to do. I, I think it's really like one of the best like action movies ever made. It's just ah, you need to watch it. What are you what are you doing? I don't, need to watch, I don't i don't i don't care you need to like take all your reservations and all that i, I don't, don't care the thing is i don't have any reserve i just like i'm just not interested <laughs> i know I don't, I, I don't care about the avatar universe that's what everybody said and it's still the third highest grossing movie of all time <laughs> and and that's okay like i don't doubt like i'm sure it's like you know a masterful technical movie GI is great. Um, maybe the story holds up well. I don't know. Um, Story's great. It's fantastic. Sure, the act. I'm sure the acting's great. I'm sure all of that's great. It's just like I don't know. I just don't think I'm like the target demographic for this movie. <laughs> the, the demographic is everyone. Everyone can enjoy that movie. <laughs> and, and you know what? If I were to watch it, maybe I would enjoy it. But I just like feel moved to watch this movie i just don't <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry i'm sorry i don't know what to tell i just like and maybe 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 part of it is just like hammering it too hard with the with the advertisement and the marketing of the movie i just felt like it was just in my fucking face every two seconds but i just like i get what you're saying this is how i feel about game of thrones so okay okay you but it's still it? amazing. No. No. Mm. Are you judging me now? Yeah, <laughs> I am. I really oh am. But that's Why? the thing about me. Game of Thrones was a cultural reset. <laughs> so, so was Avatar. <laughs> I, well, I agree with you. The, the first, the the first Avatar. Is, the first the Avatar. The difference is... The difference is, it's you, you can watch it in three hours. 
Game of Thrones, I have to set aside my entire year. Yes. Game of Thrones, you have to invest at least a year of your life. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm not going to watch it. (laughs) I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to watch it. If I I pop over to a friend's house and it's on, I'm not going to be like, hey, can you turn that shit off? I'm not going to do that, but... This is so good, okay? We sit here and talk about animation on this podcast. And the animation in Avatar is like, it's seamless. It really makes you think those blue people are real. It's crazy (laughs) how good it is. It's it's just really fucking good. I'm sure you're right. (laughs) I just won't be experiencing it. So, it's like it's like three movies in one, man. It's like an action movie, family drama. Also, a I'm fucking. Getting tar- I'm getting tired of tar- these long ass movies. I don't have my bladder is not built for this. I'm sick of these hours long movies. The Batman was too long. This shit is too long. I'm tired of all the this Batman's shit. The Joker, so when the Joker comes on, that's probably gonna be too long too. Movies don't need to Joker's be over like three hours. A two hour movie. I'm talking about the one. I don't know, man. I feel like every minute in, in the Batman is worth it, in my opinion. I don't know. There were some parts I was like, mm, we could have spent. Just when you think the me. Batman's over, he's like, gotcha, nigga. I'm about to blow up MSG. Yeah, and- <laughs> there were several times in that movie where I thought the shit was coming to an end, and it wasn't. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is sick. This is dope. He wasn't ready for this. I'm just saying, I don't have the bladder for it. But, you know, back to Puss in Boots. <laughs> what this podcast is actually about, DreamWorks has, they had a smash hit on their hands. This is a winner. This is this is what audiences want to see out of their animation. And I just hope we, that we get, you know, more stories like this. Like, not that it has to be attached to, like, a franchise or anything, but I just love mm-hmm. seeing movies like this. And it makes me want to watch um, Bad Guys. Did you see that? I did not. I heard mixed feelings about it. I heard, I think I heard, you know, overall generally good reviews about it, but I just, like, wow, this was so good. It evoked some emotions out of me. Excuse me. I was generally entertained. Are there any other PG animated films that I'm sleeping on that would be worth seeing? Um, so I feel like the bad guys would definitely be one of those. Um, Honestly, I don't think machines. so. I don't think so. I, like I said, I think we were like, we were like in the very beginning of like this 2.5 animation renaissance mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. You know, Spider Verse being the first one. Yes. What I really want to know is, I think will Pixar ever leave their signature style to do something new? Because I, honestly, I that's feel a, like that's what they're that's they're missing question. right now. I know I Pixar so. is definitely more about like the story, and they're always great at the story and the music. And the music too, but I I really think like I I feel like if they see they see like Spider Verse is one of the best one animated movies ever like definitely top three arguably um, definitely one of the best movies period ever so I'm just like will they ever feel as if like we want to do something like that I, I I would I would hope that they would have like an urge to do something like that maybe they won't that's up to them but. I hope more more movies in the future are kind of taking the same style and putting their spin on it. I agree. 
I agree. I love I love this movie. Though I just love like Puss in Boots's design. I mean, the design mm-hmm. of all the characters really, because they still were able to have that like soft, like you know, doe-eyed animation feel that I feel like the United States is just known for. But able to bring in like you know that comic comic booky feel and like i love seeing like lines of like when they're running or when like action is happening like really giving it that comic book feel um and they took it from anime like honest i forget i I don't know if it was a producer from this movie or from spider-verse but they like straight up said just like america's behind in animation compared to japan and like that's kind of where they took all the inspiration from watching something i feel like i had watched something similar i was listening to this youtuber i'm gonna give him a shout out because i just feel like he's so brilliant um jeff few on my mother's basement but he did this video i think about um american animation he was doing a video about how american animation is perceived to be like this kids thing right it's for kids it's looked at as a genre and not Mm -hmm. a medium and he was like you know, it's kind of holding us back because when you think of, and and they're very robust animation, you know, empire, as you would call it, don't see animation as, you know, a genre, as something for kids. And because of that, just the vast variety of storytelling and actual genres that you get from anime, it's, you know, so crazy. I feel like if we if we were to change our outlook, some animators in the u.s are already doing this we would get i mean we could get we could get more like serious stories you know what i mean i think the person like definitely spearheading it in our country is guillermo del toro because yes he did win um best animated movie for pinocchio pinocchio and he's always when there was three pinocchio movies that came out that year yeah all those others were trash but <laughs> When am I gonna be on my own? That one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and don't even but get me like, started on that that Disney piece of heart garbage bullshit Pinocchio shit they put yeah, out. Tom Tom Hanks has been missing lately, but that's the story for another day. <laughs> that's not his fault. That's not his fault. Uh, I'm not blaming Tom Hanks for that. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, and like his Oscar speech, like he's like. Just yeah, one of the main things he pointed out is like this is a medium. Y'all need to get on this shit. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it takes. I don't know who runs the I don't know academy. What it takes either. Because I would love to, if we just like, if we just pivot to like anime real quick and like some of the stories that we're able, the diversity of stories that we're able to watch. Mm-hmm. I have been obsessed with Toma Chan as a girl. It's a rom-com anime, and it is so greatly written it is hilarious i have busted out laughing on every episode and it's just like the characters are so well fleshed out like not the one-dimensional characters that you do get in a in a you know in an anime rom-com love that rom-com you know what else i love i love chainsaw man omo chan is a girl and chainsaw man both animes but like nothing alike at all not style not style wise not tone Mm -hmm. not theme not nothing like when you look at that compared to american animation everything kind of has this especially pixar and disney studios everything has this fucking cookie cutter feel you just feel like 
characters from Cars could be in the same movie as Toy Story, could be in the same movie as Wally, could be in the same movie as A Bug's Life. Like, everything just has this same ass look. Even with DreamWorks, like How to Train Your Dragon and Kung Fu Panda, aside from this Puss in Boots movie, like everything just has this uniform look almost this uniform tone, uniform theme. I just wish we could just just pivot out of that. I just want to see something else. I just want to see we're we're, new- we're slowly we're slowly getting out of it. I think like our generation is definitely like we're adults and all we do is still hang on to the things that we grew up on because we're yeah. not cuz that's what we like. We, we don't think we don't view it as like stuff we did as kids. It's just like yeah. Naruto's the shit and it still is the shit and that's why I watch it. Yeah. So, I think um with like the avatar movies being made like the animated ones those are just those are going to be theatrical releases made for people like us who want to go mm-hmm. see that it's a great step in the right direction i just think it's, just, it's like there's probably just a lot of old heads at the top who don't realize animation isn't just for kids but we're slowly getting there like i think it's that and i i think they're concerned that if they were to put more money and resources into animation that they wouldn't see a return on their investment because you know in well, I America think I think it's probably because it's probably a bunch of executives who are like executives in like 2000s and that's when like 2D animation really stopped being like popular in like a mm-hmm. theatrical basis you know so now they're kind of slowly going back okay you can make money from a 2D animated movie now so that's when we get Avatar that's when we get like Invincible on Amazon is a great example of an adult, purely adult um, stylized show that isn't made for kids at all. You don't want kids watching that anyway. What's, what's that other? What's that other adult animated show? It's like a it's like a rom com. Uh, I'm trying to think who stars in it, but the main character is black. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, no. On what? streaming service i think it might be on hulu hulu or netflix hold on mm-hmm. it look it looks that is the step in the direction that i'm looking for who's done a great like go ahead i was gonna say like the streaming services they're they're the ones who like mostly because netflix until recently they put money into everything which is kind of angry on their part but also at the same time <laughs> gives us opportunity to get more adult animated center stuff like castlevania um another show that i cannot think of mm-hmm. or um use what was the show the black samurai oh yasuke Yasuke. Shit sucked, but it was cool at the moment to get that it was it was basically what we're saying is DreamWorks, keep doing your thing. I understand you got to make a boss baby every now and then. It makes a lot of money. I get that. <laughs> but at the same time, you guys you guys put out like two movies a year, right? Just make one for the kids and one for, for really for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then eventually okay. we'll be like Japan. Find this show. You said it's a black character. Yeah, it's like a it's like a love. It's a romance but like the character it's just like a it's like a regular ass show except it's animated but like until i can find it um i think we're headed in a step in the right direction especially when you think of like adult animated shows um Mm -hmm. definitely some variety out there definitely definitely some variety i think like the movie side of things i think we could use you know a little bit more diversity because the only 
like adult animated movie that I can think of was that movie about grocery store food items. What was that movie called? Sausage Party. <laughs> Sausage Party. Like that's literally the only thing that I can think of. Basically, what we're saying. And maybe is, Ted. And maybe Ted. But that had live action. Ted doesn't count. Ted doesn't count. <laughs> what I'm saying is, all y'all, when the Avatar movies come out, I think it's either next year or 2025. We need to make it like a multi hundred dollar like film. Because first of all, I found out that Nickelodeon like hated Avatar, and they did not even think it was good <laughs> until it was on Netflix during the pandemic. <laughs> If you remember, like, Legend of Korra was pushed to, like, first of all, they were pushed to, like, Fridays, like, premiering on Friday, which is, like, a terrible time slot. And then then I remember in season three, it would premiere online on, like, Nickelodeon.com. I remember that, too. And, like, I think they were trying to argue that, oh, we were trying to get ahead of the streaming craze. But really, you were just trying to make the the show die. I don't know why they do that with kids' shows. But well, uh, I, think Cora, I think I think Cora was a little like the way that show is being treated. I feel like it was a little politically motivated. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, Cora was good. I mean, the seasons weren't consistent, but you know, season three of Legend of Cora is goaded. Still a good show. Um, that's so interesting because Avatar is just like cultural reset. <laughs> You said it's cultural reset? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was, yeah nothing com- there was nothing comparable to Avatar at the time. Nothing. It was like the first show that's American-made that looked as good or had a story as good as any other anime coming out at the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was so good. Um, so I'm happy that they're continuing Aang's story and all that. We just have to make sure that we show up for it so they keep doing that. <laughs> for real. Um... I'm trying to think if there's anything else regarding Puss in Boots that we could add. I just want to make sure. Normally, I take notes, but um, this time I was... Was it kind of weird that the crazy cat lady was black? I don't think there was no. like, any racial bias. I just thought it was random. <laughs> I was happy to see her. And she was she was cracking me up, too, because <laughs> when Puss in Boots was hanging out with Plato, and she was mm. like, oh, like... Pickles, you got a girlfriend. Mm, okay. Like that's, <laughs> that was like so black lady or Meow. <laughs> oh. Pickles has a new girlfriend. Okay. Uh, it was funny. I was just like, why is there a random black cat lady in this I like Spanish it. country? <laughs> all, these Spanish countries got black people. I don't know if it's a Spanish country. It's just whatever side of it's- you better Whatever not embrace the Afro Latinos. I'm not racing anybody. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man, they're really hitting hard with all the Spanish setting and all the music and everything. And then just random, it's like my grandma's on the screen. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know the black people in, in the in the Hispanic countries be looking just like the black people over here, except you know, they Spanish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're Negro. <laughs> Shout, Shout out to out Michiko to me. and Hachin. Wait. Michiko's black. Hachin isn't black. That's not her, like, blood daughter, is it? No! She could. She got, she got that hair. No. She could be light I, mean, skin. I think, 
I never finished that series, but I think her daddy. Her what? Daddy, <laughs> that show is sad. I was getting Let's sad see here, watching guys, that show. Guys, Agnes doesn't finish anything I tell her to watch. Doesn't yes, matter I what do. it is. That is not true. It is not true. Mm. Mm. Okay. That show is sad. I was getting sad watching it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It was like this is like a real. It's like it's anime, but like it's like it's just like normal themes. It's not some weird. Why shit. can't we get that here in America? Why can't we get that? I'm looking at you, adult animated shows. Everything doesn't have to be a fucking comedy, okay? Everything. Now, I do need to watch Arcane because people said that was so good. I think that's what Arcane is. Arcane is honestly the only thing holding me up is that it's League. I hate League, but what that mean? Arcane is based off the video game League of Legends. Oh. Well, so all the lore, nothing. the story that they built nothing around the game. Nothing about video games. Okay. I don't know about that, so that's not going to All the characters in those games, they're in, they're in the show, and they kind of built this lore around it. And in blind, so that, that ain't going to impact me either way. And, and I, still yeah, need to watch, <laughs> I still need to watch Primal, too. That Primal? Adult Swim show? Yeah. I, I've, like, watched it on accident, and I just have no idea what's going on. Oh. <laughs> said that was really good um but you know i don't think i have anything else to add um anything that you would like to add code no i don't have anything just pixar quit being lazy do something different <laughs> oh one last thing i did want to talk about just because it's just been in the um the zeitgeist recently this fucking moana reboot or live action remake what the fuck uh, now i have not seen moana the original to be honest. It's good. It is good. But it's the good. fact that the movie is only seven years old mm-hmm. and you're already wanting to turn it into a live action film with the same characters. Like, just make make a sequel. I don't, I don't understand. It just smells of desperation and I just feel like this is just a slap in the face of the animation. I'm, st- because I'm starting to like not like The Rock. I feel like he had a, a big hand in this. Yes. Yes, I agree. I just don't understand. I don't understand what the point of this is because is it like a lot of these live action remakes is like you know Disney capitalizing on the nostalgia of the movies from like their golden. Yeah, age. I'm totally fine of like the old like Snow White and like Aladdin and all them. That's fine. I get that. Like you want to like bring those characters to like a new generation in a different way. That makes sense. Moana just came out, man. I don't know. He just came out. Okay movie is so there's just certain things there's certain things that just do not and this is probably relevant to the little mermaid coming out too there are certain things done in animation that are not going to translate well to live action we saw that with the lion king and animals losing their expressionist expressions that we've come to know and love have you seen what sebastian looks like in the new movie i mean He's a crab, so I don't... <laughs> the nigga looks like a crab, but it's like this is not for the Sebastian. That like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? But like, you know what Moana... scares me a lot? Sorry, I was like, you know what scares me a lot is I I was already on the fence with like a real IRL Lilo and Stitch, right? Because it's just I don't want to see a live action Stitch. <laughs> it's 
I think at first I was like, I don't know what they're gonna make Stitch look like. I feel like you got you gotta go overdrive with like the CGI. And then I saw somewhere that it's gonna go straight to Disney Plus. So now I have like zero hope on like the budget that they're putting into this movie. Oh no, an abomination, an abomination. But I think the only good thing that came out is the girl that they casted for Lilo looks just like Lilo. It's like a perfect she's casting. She's so adorable. She's so adorable. I, I don't agree with them. Um, that Galifianakis being um. Is it Pleakley's? You know what I'm talking Wait, about? Skinny alien with the big head and the one eye? Mm-hmm. That's just Zach Galifianakis, that just doesn't give, like, gay, like, trans, trans or cross-dressing, whatever the alien is. He's a cross-dresser. That's what he is. But, like, it just didn't give what, like, it's not a good casting, in my opinion. I don't know. I don't even, I don't want to hear nothing else about this Lilo and Stitch shit. But Moana, I mean, we can't do nothing about it. But Disney, stop doing this. Stop it, okay? How are you going to, Kamatoa, the crab in Moana, his his part of the movie is like one of the most fantastic parts in Moana. And it's fantastic because it's animated. It's so colorful. The music is amazing. Like, you will not be able to re recreate that in live action. It's just not going to happen. Like, there's just, I don't need to go off on any more tangents today, but thank you for listening to Two Nations today. Um, watch Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. So good. You're going to laugh. You might cry like I did. Um, you've been listening to Two Nation. I say this every time, but we'll try to be a little bit more consistent. Um, I'm August. I'm Code. And have a great day. Happy Easter. Happy Passover. Happy Ramadan. We love you all. Bye. <laughs>